I wanted to do an update on the situation in Ukraine. Uh, we're now well past a year and a half since the Russian invasion or the continuation of the invasion in Ukraine. 20 months to be exact. It was February of 2022. On the ground, we've talked about this before, it seems to have just found itself into this awful war of attrition that just grinds on day after day after day, neither side advancing too much or retreating too much. Meanwhile, the global positioning on this entire situation seems to have shifted too. Uh, For the longest time, um, it was rock-solid support of Ukraine among the West, but It's starting to show more and more cracks. And then the Middle East conflict has sort of grabbed the attention of the world. And there are questions about how much the West can do with both of these conflicts now looming. So what does it mean for the future of Ukraine-Russia? We'll find out. We're going to have a conversation with uh, Stefan Wolf, who is a professor of international security, University of Birmingham. Professor, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Hello, good afternoon, or good morning. Yeah, fair enough. Um, let's start with the situation on the ground in Ukraine, because at this point, it's it, it's not good for anybody. There's not, like I say, no real major advances. Uh, it's just this war of attrition, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, that is what has been going on really for the past couple of months. I mean, we have seen an initially uh, moderately successful, I would say, Ukrainian uh, counteroffensive that started in June. Uh, but that really ran uh, quite quickly uh, into a halt um, because the Russians had used uh, basically the uh, entire six to eight months before then to really fortify their positions in the south and in the uh, in, in the east of Ukraine. So not much uh, gained there, about um, 10 miles uh, uh, roughly that the Ukrainians uh, gained. Now, when we talk about Ukraine, and even if they can maintain the war of attrition, it's going to require tremendous support from outside Ukraine, the Western world, the United States, the UK, even Canada to a lesser extent. Um, That international support is essential. Now, with what's happened in the Middle East, attention has shifted. Um, What does that mean in terms of what the West, NATO, the other countries that have been supporting Ukraine, have they had their priority shift? What's the sense of where the international community is at this point? I think my my own personal sense is that this has uh, shifted a little bit. On the other hand, we have had uh, just a statement from uh, the G7 uh, uh, presidency this year uh, held by Japan. Uh, which basically said that um, the um, Western uh, support for Ukraine will continue uh, unabated. But what we also really have to be clear about is that this support so far basically has prevented Ukraine from losing. It has not been at the level that would have been required for Ukraine really to to break through the Russian lines to um, inflict such uh, damage on uh, the Russian uh, occupying forces in Ukraine that uh, we could have had reasonable prospect of uh, an acceptable uh, peace settlement. So even if Western support continues, but in and of itself ensure that Ukraine will prevail in this war situation. Um, we know that U.S. support is so important. Outside of what you're talking about with G7 and NATO and all the rest, the U.S. is a somewhat unique case because we know domestic politics there are really playing a major role in terms of the financial backing that may be provided to Ukraine. How do you think that might play out? And what happens if there is an end to U.S. support in Ukraine? Well, I think what we have seen over the past couple of uh, uh, weeks and arguably months is that um, aid for Ukraine has now become a political football in 
what is the run-up to yeah. the presidential elections in the United States uh, in a year from now. So this is obviously not going to help uh, the situation. Um, at the same time, um, it is already now the initial uh, package that the U.S. Uh, had uh, committed, something like 18 billion uh, U.S. dollars. That has now basically run its course, and um, the state and defense can just announced that the last 425 million of that um, initial allocation that would now be spent over the next couple of uh, weeks and months. There is not yet any kind of clear follow-up commitment in the United States. Um, if I may, another point uh, on this is that U.S. support has been really important uh, in terms of the military support, mm-hmm. but at the same time. They have had very significant European support that basically has kept the Ukrainian economy afloat. And I think it's also really important to bear in mind that uh, this is not just um, a question of military support. This is also a question of economic support, especially now as we are potentially heading into yet another very difficult uh, winter for Ukraine and Ukrainians. So... If it could it get to a point, I know there's talk of perhaps bringing in negotiation. Um, talk uh, Zelensky has resisted that and said no. Uh, the, the, the goal is still to win this conflict. But is pressure building on Zelensky to find uh, an off ramp here, especially if he fears that support from the West may be weakening? I think that that's a really really difficult uh, um, position that Zelensky finds himself now uh, in. I mean, winning the war you can do in two ways. I mean, you can win it on the battlefield or you can win it at the negotiation table. Right. I mean, at the moment, it does not look as if Ukraine or Russia, for that matter, can win uh, the war at the uh, at the battlefield. So the question is that even if we were going into negotiations now, for Ukraine, that needs to be absolutely from a position of strength. Um, and at the moment... It really doesn't look like um, Ukraine is in a favorable uh, position to start uh, negotiations now. Now, the question against the background of what we have just discussed is whether this position will potentially uh, improve over the next uh, six months, eight months, a year or so, or whether it will uh, further uh, worsen for Ukraine. And then, of course, the the question is, well, when do you actually cut your losses um, and negotiations make a deal uh, that um, is less bad than what it would be three or six or nine months later. Yeah, as we get closer and closer. Um, Stefan, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate you being here today. My pleasure. Thank you.